Welcome back to the podcast that rock weekly podcast that talks about news in the world of rock metal alternative and everything in between. My name's Luke host of the YouTube channel rocked and with me is one of the half of the hosts of wrestling soup. Mr. Joe numbers. How's it doing Joe? Ah, not bad. I'm doing a camera thing. There you go. Yes. I usually don't do the camera thing. So I know. It's so out, weird. Right? I'm trying to get like ready for advancing and making things nicer and stuff. So this is the best way I can do it. Um, at your camera, you actually know how to do the podcasting stuff. So I have no, yeah. I had full confidence in that. Um, for everyone, thanks for bearing with us as this is a day later than we had originally planned. I was at a massive festival over the week and survived it somehow. That's why I have, I survived BRRF birth. Blue Ridge Rock Fest. Um, we survived. I was telling Joe some of the highlights. If you were there on Monday night, right when I got home, I did a live stream detailing some of the um, events. And while more information has come, I would just like to give everyone that's listening right now and some of the other people who may not be familiar with it. Um, first of all, Joe, this was a four-day metal festival, rock and metal. One of the headliners was Five Finger Death Punch, and they closed out 9-11. The 20th anniversary of 9-11 was closed out with Five Finger Death Punch. How do you feel about that, Joe? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What, what do you mean? So, Did Five so Finger the show Death Punch ended. At the headliner what? for day three on September 11th, 2021, 20 years after the 9-11 attack, was headlined by Five Finger Death Punch, who did give a tribute to the fallen and the troops and a loud F. Biden chant was heard at the back of the festival. <laughs> That's, you know what? That's perfect, though. Isn't that how it was kind of supposed to play out in some way? I, well, I, <laughs> yeah, you said you were in Virginia, right? You were like kind of like Southern Virginia. Virginia, Southern uh, Virginia, like close to the border of North Carolina. And it's not even so much like, oh, we were close to Roanoke. No, this was middle of nowhere. Nowhere. So. <laughs> Oh, that's good. You know what's funny about that is like, okay, 9-11 tribute, whole thing's going down. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not quite sure what Biden has to, to do with it, but sure, why not, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, Joe Biden be there the was also one? a loud F, not as loud F Trump chat to backfire, but oh, so there was okay. the dueling chance kind of like uh, wrestling crowds almost. Yeah. But at the same time, I it is a little weird when we're supposed to be paying tribute and respect to those fallen firefighters and police officers in New York, that after that, sorry, so you've got to turn off alerts, that instead of that, we were all divided on the 2020 presidency and not paying attention to the 9-11 oh. anniversary. Oh, oh, no, of course not, because that's what it is now. And Let's go Donald. Donald <laughs> sucks. <laughs> Let's go Joe. Joe sucks. Like, what the fuck? Who cares? Who cares, dude? It's, we it's hate Pelosi. <laughs> by the way uh, this is four days into what sounded like was a pretty miserable show to sit through too it got better as it went on it did but at yeah. the same time it was rough that first day i'm literally not exaggerating it took five to six hours for people to even get their tickets and get into the wilk to through the festival gates when they arrived and the festival started like at noon on the first day so most of those bands were playing for not as many people as you would hope there were camping oh. issues for the campers um, campers were shooed away from the camping spots they um, paid for in advance and made to park like a mile and a half away instead of 300 feet away. Um, 
there was some septic tank line issues in the camping area that exploded ah, on some tents. Ah, there we go. Um, yeah. <laughs> security was not checking bags. People were bringing in whatever. Um, <laughs> my person, one of the biggest personal gripes were the VIP Golden Circle, which is like you could get really close to the stage in this private barricaded area, which was <laughs> huge, but no security was checking who went in. So people were just hopping the gates, and anyone went in whenever they wanted. So it, it goes on and on. But uh, Gretchen has footage of some of the security guards rocking out in the photo pit watching the bands instead of catching crowd surfers and making sure everyone's safe. That type of thing, too. So. so so obviously, I mean, you started with Five Finger Death Punch as the headliner because clearly I hear that and I go, this is the type of festival I would avoid. Like, the See, uh, honestly, though, there were a lot of there was variety. That's the thing. Yeah. They had them, but they also had like Fever 333, a very left political band, and Body Count, Ice T's band, on the same day, on the same day, oh who was brought, talking about, we're sick of cops killing black people. Fast forward a few hours, here's Five Figure Death Punch with F. Biden. So Yeah, well, you, you know, to go with the wrestling comparison, I highly doubt, like, these guys aren't sitting in the back like angry at each other you know no. like i mean i know you know that but like yeah that's to me like you think about it like oh they're gonna cross paths and they're gonna be like i don't like what you said and yet they don't give a fuck dude that uh, if anything those guys are better friends with each other mm-hmm. just through being musicians no different than wrestlers you know what i mean yeah than Same. anybody politically yeah. You know oh, I mean? yeah. oh yeah for sure yeah. for sure like some somebody that's sitting there and touring and doing all the same stuff that you are you are going to have way more in common with them than somebody who just politically agrees with you who works at starbucks right There's for sure no way around that but like i was gonna say like was there anybody was there anybody on the show that you would say was really good like a really good not just like a like not just kind of, good, but like actually great. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, there were a lot of great performances. That's the thing. The one thing that was very steady. Why did the alerts keep going? I'm sorry. I got to deactivate that. Yeah, yeah. Somebody keeps activating the alerts and it's kind of blowing my mind. Um, I mean, there were some great performances. Lamb of God was there. They were amazing. I mean, this was one of their first performances back because they were starting their tour with Megadeth and Trivium. They were great. Um, a band I like, Star Set was great. Fever 333 were good. Um, Shinedown was the final headliner on night four. They put on a huge light show, fireworks, everything. So they made it fun. Rob Zombie, oddly enough, I've seen Rob Zombie a ton of times. He still made it fun too. Oh, well, Rob Zombie's going to not, not be fun. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if you're going to go see Rob Zombie, if he's, he's going, when he's putting on a show. I think Rob Zombie will be, you know, 60 years old and he'll find a way to make it work. Yeah. I mean, he's in his fifties now, so he's not terribly far away. So, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, final thing for the festival, there was a slight bit of controversy with only one performance in one band. That was Ronnie Radke, Paige's boyfriend, in Falling Universe. Um, There's footage of this on YouTube. A man, it is, he had to have been in his 40s. First of all, he's a loser at himself. He went up, he went in to the festival with a t shirt that says Ronnie Radke sucks or something like that. And and he's like fourth (laughs) row back in front of the stage. So Roddy Radke, of course, stops the show to call this guy out. Now, first of all, I agree oh, with yeah. the first sentence. I agree with Roddy Radke calling him out saying, you're how old are you doing this? And you're wearing a shirt. You should be ashamed of yourself. Right, I like right, that. Right. That's great. But then he started going on a little more of a tangent saying, you're the reason I'm in therapy. Uh-huh. To which he also said, I've beaten up bigger people than you. They're the reason why I went to jail. 
And then he ended it with, and if I can't handle it, I'm going to have my dad's biker gang handle it. Oh, no. (laughs) And then they went into the next song. Uh, You know what? I got to give the guy this. Uh, He's made the best of his looks. I'm not going to sit here and deny the guy. Good looking Mm -hmm. guy. He's put together. And he's been, he's, he has cleaned his act up over the past couple of years. He has, but he totally has. But let's be real, Luke. If that guy didn't look like that, if he looked like a regular schlubby guy in a band in like a pair of khaki shorts and a t-shirt and he was like, I'm going to go down there and beat you up. And my dad is going to beat up your dad. Like what, how absolutely embarrassing would not only that be but that would be to everybody else yeah the my dad is going to take care of this is not going to work as strong and the girls would not be swooning the same way they were that night Uh, you know what but but still he's that's one of those moments where you go he's using his pretty privilege in that moment i think you're right and you know what he is he is a big name he's made a lot of money very successful um, he bragged, he, I remember when he was bragging about his big house that he's moving in with Paige, things are still fine there. They're making music. He had a, he platinum... wasn't saying that on stage, was he? <laughs> no, he was saying that all year last year though, but he, he wasn't saying that on stage. I mean, he had a platinum okay. selling single last year and it's hard to get a platinum anything period right now in rock or metal. So you know what? He's doing something, but I, I do feel that I'll tell my dad on you when he's 39 years old is a little it's not the exclamation point or it's mic drop he was hoping for. That's the scales. That's the scales weighing out. <laughs> I you guess. know what I mean? Like, yeah. like a guy who's two years or three years older than him showing up in like a shirt to like, just like you sick. Yeah, like I know. That, let's weigh that out with like, I'm going to come down there and beat you up. Right. Exactly. You're the reason yeah. I went to jail. Dang. That's you, it. That's all it took. I, <laughs> right. I like, you're the reason I'm in therapy. It's like, so one guy. That's you know, it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, if, if you're going to make the choice to be in public, this, this is another one of those things where you look and you go, if you have that much problem with the criticism and you have that much of an issue with that level of critique, maybe entertainment isn't for you. Maybe it was time to make your way out of it. I don't yeah. know. I, I kind of feel that way on all levels of it. Right. Where you know, you're going to go into whatever it's going to be. You're going to play a show in front of people. Whatever you do where you get in front of human beings, they're judging you. They're going to be shitty to you at some point. And more than likely, somebody's going to say something awful. Yes. If that doesn't happen every night, you're winning. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I absolutely agree. One comment. Yeah, one comment on Twitch. Whatever his therapist has paid, it's not enough. I do agree with that. (laughs) I don't even know one session, but I, I feel like Probably a high charge is needed. I just like the idea. I like the idea of picturing him in the therapist office. I'm trying to picture what his therapist would look like that would work for him, where he'd come in with like his shirt cut really low because that's just like his weird scene guy thing. Yeah, to show off part of his body. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's like, look at my underpit. Look at my underarms. Isn't that cool? Uh, So he's coming in in his underarm pit shirt. And he's uh, got his swoopy hair mm-hmm. and black type jeans with the holes on the knees, of course. And he's just in there and he's like, my dad who's in the biker gang. And the, the person's just looking at him going, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. OK. He's like, I'm a rock star. <laughs> I'm a rock star. Yes. <laughs> Super intense. It's just like, growling. Yes. And they're just looking at him. She's like, oh, well, time's up. Yep. 
Uh, $20 copays and see you later. Oh, well, don't worry. My girlfriend's coming in next. <laughs> <laughs> She's got some stuff to talk about, too. Oh, oh. Um, I actually have to cancel. I've heard about her. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And moving on, because we could talk more about that for a while. But there's... There was a bit of unfortunate news for old MTV. You remember the MTV days? Remember when music was a, like MTV really was true entertainment, top to bottom. Even if you weren't a big music fan, there was entertainment on MTV. I had somebody ask me if I watched the VMAs, and mm-hmm. I couldn't tell if I was supposed to be uh, insulted, right? Or <laughs> like I couldn't tell. Like I'm yeah, there, like hey, did you watch the VMAs? Like I was like. Do I Ronnie look- Radkey there for a moment. I do, I, like, do I look like that type of guy? It's like, you want me to find my dad? He'll come beat you up. Uh, How dare you fucking uh, suggest I watch the VMAs? <laughs> well, you're not the only one who um, apparently did not watch. The VMAs dropped to its lowest watched VMAs ever. And not just by a little bit. Yeah. Um, dropped 31% from last year. And it had roughly 900,000 viewers. 900,000? Yes. Dude, that's rough. Do you know what? Do you know what I'm going to be able to say tomorrow night? It's going to make a lot of people happy. What's that? E W. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. CM Punk. (laughs) Little whomever. You know what I mean? Like Jungle Boy outdrew Foo Fighters. Like, um, well, Jungle Boy showed Cardi B who was boss. Mm -hmm. There was a and there was a little controversy apparently um, because Machine Gun Kelly was Machine Gun Kelly with Megan Fox (laughs) at the VMAs, but it's the VMAs in 2021. That that's the biggest talking point. That's it. What did he do exactly? He uh, was talking back and forth with Mister One Conor McGregor and oh, things, or not Conor McGregor? I don't, I don't think. No, I should have said the wrong name. Let me look it up. No, I think you're I, right. I think it was Conor McGregor. Was it Conor McGregor? Okay, I always yeah, get the. Yeah. yeah, it was Conor McGregor. The I didn't near know that was at the VMA. Yeah, I, I read that somewhere, but I didn't a know near brawl between MGK and former UFC champion Conor McGregor actually beat the Super Bowl for the first time in social media buzz, and that's the point I wanted to make. MTV is very proud because it got smashed success on the Twitter and the Instagram and the Facebook, <laughs> beating out Super Bowl buzz for social media. That's the that's the ribbon that they're wearing instead of all this. Did anybody inform them that to trend on Twitter is a bad thing now? Like that's actually bad. Yeah. No there's one's nothing there's no pro for when you trend on Twitter. Whenever you see anything, sports team, athlete. So, uh, yeah. actor Norm Macdonald just died. Whenever Norm Macdonald was trending, we we're like, "Oh, he's getting an award." Yeah. Oh no. no, no, you're not clicking on it, and it's like Norm Macdonald, cool guy. Like <laughs> that's just not happening on exactly. Twitter. Exactly. So no good news on there. And they tried um, Foo Fighters, Machine Gun Kelly performed live with Travis Barker. Of course he did, and many yeah. others, including Justin Bieber, Camila Cabello. Oh, you can tell I don't know a lot of these people. <laughs> 21 Pilots, Lil Nas X, Pop Star, Doja Cat. They had names for everybody, and nobody showed up. So at this point, Cabela's um, gun range showed up for a live performance. I don't know. And there you go. And the Hunters. I don't know. Maybe I would see that if they had a bunch of rednecks come up on MTV. Maybe that could work out for them. But at this point, do the VMAs really matter? Do they really matter? let's okay it's first and foremost it's not for us 
True. Like, oh yeah, we are not. That. We are not their demo. That's we're very not the true. demographic. Yeah. Like when we're sitting, when we're sitting there, we're supposed to look at this list and go, "Ah, who's this guy? Spaghetti, yeah. spaghetti gun, little baby boy. Who's this? Like we're supposed to do that. Yes. But when you're at the point where people who are younger aren't even watching it, that's not good. And yeah. Realistically, like all these people, you're, um, like you mentioned, the girl Doja Cat, mm-hmm. Lil Nas X, and all these people. No one has to watch these people on TV anymore. Nope. You don't have to, like, no one's sitting there going like, oh, they're going to be on TV. It's like, they're on your phone at all times. Yeah. it's You don't have to wait for them endlessly to hope you have the VCR ready to record a music video no. to watch whatever and, and, you want. And most of these people, like a lot of people who are younger, their favorite artists, by favorite, they mean they like 15 seconds of a song that they heard. On TikTok. On a yes. TikTok. Yes. Yeah. So it's not like they have some sort of like emotional investment in them. Do you know what I mean? Like that's why, um, what's her name there? Old, uh, sad, sad, mopey, mopey, uh, fake new metal girl. What was her name? Avril Lavigne? Pop- no, no, no. The, the more recent one, the, like the, I'm gonna steal your dad. Oh, uh, Billie Eilish, Billie Eilish. Yeah, yeah. Like she, she had a moment because there was something to her that I think people were like, oh, I can connect to more than five seconds of like mm-hmm. exposure to her. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so they go, I agree. oh, all right, she's cool. I'll give her, you know, I'll give her some more time. And nobody's really like that anymore. Right. Like, little Nas X has a bajillion, you know, streams or whatever, but he's a meme and yeah. he does, and he does outlandish things. He's not somebody that people connect with because of his music. He's not somebody that people are like, oh, he's at a festival. Like, are you going to go sit in a shitty festival and, you know, smell a broken sewer tank like to to watch him <laughs> for, do his for Old Town Road? I guess I would not. No, no, I guess I would on... not. But would 14 yeah. year old Aiden down the street? Uh, maybe he would. I don't know. And uh, your counterpart, Mish, brought up a great point. It would have been better if they would have attached it strictly to YouTube or Twitch. Do you think that yeah, could be in the future yeah. if MTV VMA is strictly on YouTube for the live audience? Because many other things, and Major League Baseball is doing YouTube games now. They've been doing that for a while, and that works out really well. Well, that's the funny thing is, it's like in this instance, is YouTube dropping themselves lower mm-hmm. to do that? Do you know what I mean? I guess well, baseball doesn't exactly do bang up ratings, but it's it's one of those funny moments where you go. These are some of the big, these are the big artists in music right now. And you can't get a million people to watch it. Yeah, I, I think that's wild. The whole country on yeah. MTV, which is still pretty much basic cable. It's still a household name too. It's still yeah. there. and But yeah, I, that just blew me away because it, that is their event. That is their biggest thing of the year. It used to be oh, yeah. back in the day, this all, something big always happened every year, whether it was uh, Nirvana, the bassist knocking himself out in the head, whether it was Lil Kim walking out with a bare boob to accept an award or the Rage Against the Machine climbing up the scaffold or the little backdrop to freak out Limp Biscuit. Things always happen. And you always watch the show. You watch the performances. It's just not entertaining and grabbing to anyone anymore. It's not. Well, Luke, what's the biggest news you said coming out of it that MGK, who's kind of just like a um, niche crappy like let's let's dude i get it he sold a lot of albums he's found mm-hmm. a way to bamboozle himself into a genre he kind of has well not even kind of he absolutely is no he sold he has sold but at the same time his second album's coming out in like a, a month two months 
And yeah, hey, he's going to keep raking it in. He will. I, I don't know. I tried to, you know what? And I'm sure you remember this too. Like we've had conversations about this. I gave him a chance. Yeah. I gave dude a chance. Mm-hmm. I said, all right, let's see what he can do. And he had a couple songs in the first album where I go, all right, this isn't the worst shit I've ever heard in my life by a mile. I was the same. Not- I was, I was very yeah. middle of the road. You know, it is what it is. But now with this new stuff, with the latest song is it's oh so, it's so rough that it was actually shocking. It actually kind of took me back. that This is the big deal now. I couldn't believe how bad the vocals yeah. were. The like, vo- I, yeah. That that was recorded in a professional studio. Yeah. There were multiple takes. Saying, yeah. Yeah. I remember saying to you, I go, this sounds like they recorded it in three takes. Cause he's just going, ball, ball, ball. And that's the hook. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what, what is uh, 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 Kelly, can, can you, can you even that get one more take? Come on. Uh, can you do maybe a little more clear? Just, just one line, one line, real clear, real clear. Come on now. He, he's like, actually, I just, um, I just recorded a, a junkie on the bus that's holding, <laughs> that's holding like three grocery bags, just, just going and rocking back and forth. He's like, just put that on the album. It's yeah. fine. It'll sell. But people will like it. We got Travis Barker. He can make anything sound good. Oh God. <laughs> well, no, but that's that's what I'm saying. When he's the guy, he's the only one making a headline on the show. Mm-hmm. It's it's done, it's, man. It's rough. I, yeah, it's mainstream rough. music as a concept is gone. It's it's gone. It's changed drastically. No matter what, even if people can make arguments, but man, oh man, there's no going back to what it was. There's no going back to what it was. Not even to ten years ago. And I think you could blame it on a lot of things. Obviously, you can talk about TikTok. You can talk about you know everything in social media. Uh, COVID clearly killed a lot of it. Sure. I mean, a, a lot of these genres. I think like. You are going to suffer in every genre of music because of COVID. You can't really do in the club, sad, you know, being like, oh, we're going out drinking. It's like, no one can leave the house. What are you talking about? Yeah. You're lying. And mm-hmm. it's really hard to do like the, she broke my, oh, she broke my heart. I'm so sad. It's like, well, you can't date anyway. So what What do you, there's no frame of reference anymore. <laughs> he this. broke like, my heart over Skype. Yeah. It's like, he stopped answering my Skype call. You oh. see him standing- He's it's like, oh, I'm really busy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, yeah, I'm sorry. I got to, like, vacuum the couch for the third time today. Like, yeah, sorry. There's nothing, <laughs> yeah, there's nothing going on. Like, yeah. So music was going to suffer inevitably because there was nothing going on in the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah, that doesn't surprise me that, that that show bombed out. It's just funny at this point because if you go and you look at Spotify and you look at these people's oh, shows and yeah. you look at the numbers – you would never believe in a million years that nobody cares about what these people are doing. Yeah, You'd I agree. Never believe it. Yeah, the num- <laughs> it does not reflect in any way right now. It's so wildly gone. So I don't know. That might be a smart move to move to YouTube or to Twitch or something like that. That's a good j- venture. So that way they could actually make it more of an interactive event. Maybe that's what they need. But I don't know what else to tell them. So I don't know. <laughs> interactive tell mgk to oh, do you think to, MG- <laughs> tell mgk to sing with his mouth open they have like speech to text on twitch so everything has to be read live oh man if you donate ten thousand dollars we'll let you say whatever you want to machine gun kelly through a message and he has to read it right they should just you know what they should just cut to the, we should just cut to the chase 
and give Ronnie Radke and Machine Gun Kelly a platform to work together and just see what the fuck happens. Oh, you just, just put, put that into together. the universe, and that's gonna. I'm, put, <laughs> I'm putting it out there. I'm just falling in reverse, featuring Machine Gun Kelly and Travis Barker. Huh? It, Boy, does do that actually know? sound? That actually sounds plausible. Oh no, no, no! I think Ronnie Radke would go on his record. Oh, so Machine Gun Kelly yeah. featuring Ronnie Radke. Yeah. Because you know Ronnie Radke would want to get in there and do some some dope raps. He's gonna do some freestyle in the yeah. middle in the middle of the groans. <laughs> I like if the guy that can actually sing pretty well does no singing. Yes, yes. And the guy who can't sing at all does all the singing, and yes. the guy that can barely rap does all the rapping. <laughs> the guy that can oh. rap does all the rapping. Yeah. I'm 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 feeling this. I like this concept. Oh, that actually, I mean, it is plausible. Like, I just, it's more of like the video, the video, the music video. They're going to try to put the, the Instagram photo they take together. That's what's going to get the hype going for it, and that's all that matters. So, yeah, that's it. Putting it out there. Uh, all right. Well, 2021's not over. We have a few more curses to come. So who <laughs> knows? Moving on, however, um, Metallica's. 30th anniversary black album mm. is out there. The remastered edition with the blacklist, 53 cover versions. Uh, you and I have heard quite a few various, various names from all genres doing this. Um, everyone from Hootie to Miley Cyrus to Corey Taylor, who we're going to read a quote from. But I know you sent me one that you said he nailed it. And I agree. Who's the person that nailed their rendition? Listen. I didn't expect Hootie to do so good. Hootie did so goddamn good. Hootie did a good version of it. He did really solid, guys. He's one of the good ones. How does dude? How does Hootie do a better version of a Metallica cover than Chris Stapleton? I know that was disappointing too because I was actually thinking he was going to do something better with that. Yeah, I need some answers on that. That makes absolutely no sense. How does Chris Stapleton with that voice? With the emotion that guy has in that voice, he kind of on that. He kind of farted it out. He didn't really. He, it was half-hearted. It, that's all yeah. it was. Half-hearted. Ugh. It sounded like he was doing it while he was eating lunch. It was really <laughs> disappointing. All right, but I'll phone Hootie it in. Tried no, Hootie did. Hootie, Hootie was solid, and there's a lot of unique stuff on there. I do recommend people check it out. Um, when Corey Taylor did his cover of Holier Than Thou, which I really enjoy, I thought it was great. He got to put a lot of fire into it. He gave a very interesting quote, and I'm not sure I totally agree with it, or at least I'm not on the same page as it that way. Like, I understand where he's coming from, even if I don't see it that way. Corey Taylor feels that Enter Sandman is our generation's stairway to heaven. Wow. So, yeah, one of the first songs Mm. I ever learned how to play on guitar was Enter Sandman, because that was kind of our generation's stairway to heaven, or Smoke on the Water. It's one of those riffs that I like to call the Guitar Center virus. Anyone who comes into a Guitar Center is either playing Sandman, Crazy Train, Smoke on the Water, or Stairway, or Whole Lot of Love. You have those gateway riffs, and that's what Enter Sandman is. So that's why it's our generation's Stairway to Heaven. I'll accept it from a riff standpoint. Okay. From like, uh, everybody knows this riff. Everybody knows they're tuned to it. But like, the idea of being like, Stairway to Heaven which so many people associate had so many emotions. Yes. Which is kind of funny now. Cause it's another one of those things where it's just like played out. It is. Everybody yeah. knows the song is played out. Mm-hmm. Like th- I think the best comparison for that funny enough, or the best way to like kind of relate that is 
Do you remember when the song Someone Like You came out by Adele? Yes. Do you remember that song? Mm-hmm. That song, when I first heard it, I was like, ooh. Like, that was like a kick to me. Like, I was like, wow, what a... This is a beautiful song. This is so well-written. And the lyrics are so, like, just touching. Like, I loved it. I was like, what a great song. Right. And then by the time I got to the point where, like, I'm in a Target and I'm, like, picking up deodorant and it's like, oh, never mind. Oh, it's just gone. <laughs> like, like, oh, yeah. There's, like... It's like, grocery I, core. I, it is grocery core. It yeah, totally is. You go from... But you go from, like, being like, ooh, ooh mm-hmm. getting a little misty here to just, you know, it's background music. And I feel like that's kind of, like, Enter Sandman was never more than just like a fun song. It was never touching. It yeah. was never an emotional song. Do you Fair. know what I mean? Like no one's sitting there playing. Uh, no one's going to play Enter Sandman at, you know, someone's funeral. Oh, <laughs> gosh, no. <laughs> no, I think they're going to play Ain't My Bitch. I think that's the one they're going to play by Metallica catalog. King, no- King Nothing. They go to the load and reload days for him. <laughs> They're gonna use the reload. Yes, Dude. just something totally. Go to your dead stepdad. This is what you get for your memory. Dude, uh. Someone plays reload at my funeral. I am coming back from wherever I, I am. I will sit up in my casket with with the formaldehyde in my body just to turn yeah. it off. Yeah. You're just gonna wake up and just feel <laughs> hands around your throat. You're not gonna know where the hell. It's just. Oh, just Ugh. Speaking of hands around your th- throat, oh. um, <laughs> Ronnie Radke again? No, no, no. Axl oh. Rose is oh, bringing but more new music coming from Guns N' Roses. Wow. You remember how we listened Come to Absurd on. a couple weeks ago, and um, we really decided that Axl Rose really is having a rough time? Yeah. Well, he doesn't That's... think he's having a rough time. <laughs> uh, people who are that crazy and that burned out <laughs> rarely do. Yeah. Do you know uh, what I mean? Like the new song, which is also a new old song, looks like absurd, which was written and thought out of and partially recorded during the Chinese democracy days, now has been fully mastered, fleshed out, and ready to go. The new song Hard School, spelled H A R D S K O O L. Oh, dude. Whew. I swear on my Ooh. life. I swear yeah, on cut, my life. Yeah, cut your cut your hands on that edge. That's <laughs> the so edge. Oh man, will so be out in the next few weeks and saying this is along the same drawing. <laughs> and there was a broad range of reactions, and va- the band is very excited about this, especially Axel and Slash. Hard school, hard school, not hard, school. not old school, hard school. Let hard me type school. it out in the chat just so make sure everyone knows what it is. Hard school. I like the idea. Hard school. I like the idea of uh, Guns N' Roses now having a coupon code for Blue Chew. Oh, yeah. That's, that's exactly what it yeah. is, too. Yeah. That's what it just is. Axel just comes in and he's like, do you like sex? Who doesn't? <laughs> Why don't you go to BlueChew.com for five dollars? Like, I don't even think he can sing that high still, I, but he can try. Uh, when I saw him yeah. in 2019, he sure couldn't. But maybe he can. Oh. Diff- maybe he was just having a rough week. Maybe no he's having one's... a rough week. Dude, no one's voice is supposed to stay like that for, you know, 40 years. Yeah, 40 years. not going to 40 happen. years with every drug and chemical in the world going through your system, too. Let's, well, listen, yeah. l- listen to any heavy band for an extended period of time, right? Mm-hmm. You'll hear their first album. They got those highs. They're hitting those dirty, you know, the, ah, they're mm-hmm. hitting those. 
by the third album, it's a lot. Of, it's going. Yeah. That high pitch on every scale and every, it's yeah. just, it's not, it's gonna not ha- built to last. It's yeah. not. Um, good example. Danzig. He's not pulling those high notes anymore. He, he just is not, <laughs> not, a, not, a, not even close. Not even close. Hard school sounds like it'll be banned in at least 12 States. I don't know. The, I, the guys, guys, you got to understand those Karens out there. They might hate the um, when they get their coffee order wrong. They dude. love them some Guns and Roses. They're not gonna know what, dude. Wouldn't it be? Oh my god, I'm trying to think of what mm. Guns and Roses could put out into the ether that would really get them that level of heat. Maybe if Guns and Roses made like a really angry like anti-gay anti-trans song like what what is guns and roses we're gonna get banned in 12 states talking doing what talking about drinking yeah like what what, what's what's the uh what would you know rules and boundaries and social norms is is our guns and roses going to break i don't uh (laughs) this from one mish They'll sing top 10 Taliban songs. That's what they'll get them banned. <laughs> yeah, that actually might do it. Guns- yeah, they just, they, they get on there. They're like, they're like, it was a good call to go to Afghanistan. Oh. with the Taliban. I'm like, what is, what's Axel going to sing about? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm dying to know. I'm dying I, to I know. am interested in hearing the lyrics for um, Hard School. Because the title alone does make me question some things. <laughs> And this new old remade album, I, it's still up in the air what all this is going to be. I don't know. I, I just don't have a lot of faith in it. I really, truly don't. And I know there's a lot of Guns N' Roses fan out, fans out there who are going to be upset about that. But man, oh man, I just, I, I get comments on like through Spreaker and some other stuff every now and then going, um, actually, those things. I don't know who's going to defend this one though. Hard school. Hard school. Ugh. I don't know. I like I like the idea of Axel Rose if he's not going to do a blue chew commercial. Just I, give you advice on how to get boners. I can't do a th- I can't do a 30 stop tour without my blue chew to get me through it. <laughs> just Ugh. Just him just being like tick 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 tickle your butthole. Just whatever he can do. Uh, to just try to appear edgy as 55-year-old Axel Rose. I think that might be it. How old is Axel? I'm very... Oh, I got to look this up now. I will stall this show. He is starting to look like... He's he's starting to... 59. 59. 59? Yeah. Oh, man. What was it? The mother... He's starting to look like the mother from Goonies. Remember the crazy lady with the beret? (laughs) Mrs. Fratelli. Yeah. Yeah. Fifty-nine. And man, he looks not a day over 70. Oh my God. You know what? I'd I'd like if he was like, 59, I I should be 69. It's like, oh God, Axel, please. (laughs) 59? Almost 69, right, ladies? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, like half the crowd has left because it's past 930. Yeah, exactly. And I, they're to the point they just need to do a residency at Vegas. That's it. Oh, yeah. That'd be good that. at that. They'd be great yeah. at that. Aerosmith did it. Everyone loved it. Let Guns N' Roses do that. Yeah, dude. Who who wouldn't at this point just say if they're in Vegas, you know? I would. Drinking yeah. all day. Yeah. You know, like I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to get banged up. I'm going to gamble a little. I'm going to go eat like shit. 
and then I'm for like a hundred bucks. I'll go listen to Rocket Queen. Yeah. I'll watch Axl Rose attempt to do uh, stuff of uh, Appetite for Destruction. Yeah, that that's a good show with your friends. Come on now, that's a that's good a Vegas day. That's a good Vegas trip day. Absolutely. Yeah, nothing wrong with that whatsoever. There's nothing wrong with that, Axel. Speaking of musicians that'll never die, Ozzy Osbourne mm. is getting ready to go back on the road, but this time after another surgery. Oh no. He has getting neck and back surgery, like spinal fusion stuff, like because he already has rods in his back. He's getting more work done with the goal of hitting the road in January 2022 in Europe. Dude. I, I It's rough to say, tough. but ugh, yeah, Ozzy, you're Ozzy's 70 now, if I'm correct. He's got to be, if not older. He's got to be at least 70, if not 71, 72. 72, 72. So he's 72. Yeah. Now, let me, let me ask you this. Do you think that a part of the reason why Ozzy wants to stick around and keep doing this shit is because of the way that Lemmy went? Good do question. A, do you think there's a part of him that sits there and goes, if Lemmy was still here, he'd be playing. So if I can play, I should do. Maybe. And I, the live thing is, I think, really one of the driving things, too. Uh, Sharon said, was the one that gave all the news and information out about this. Tell saying, and I'm not going to do the Sharon impression. The thing I'm most excited about is my hubby getting back on stage. That's what I pray for. He misses his friends, his musicians. They're his partners. He misses that life. So it's a social thing for him. He wants to get out and do what he knows how to do. No, that makes sense. I get it. No, I, I get totally it. get it. Yeah. But 72, um, if I'm correct, the Parkinson's... Uh, just like diagnosis with Parkinson's is still very mm. early, but still there. COVID's going around. Um, yeah. That's that's more concerning to me. It's yeah. Like, dude, if you had a 70-year-old, you know, parent or whomever in your life, and they were going, and by the way, financially all set. Oh, yeah. Like, this, this isn't yeah. one of those things where it's like, I saw Eddie Money at a free show in Boston, and it was like one of the most depressing things I've ever seen in my life. Mm. He was up there, and he's like, eh, doing, you know, doing the hits. And there was legitimately a point halfway into his set. Hey, everybody, save your money, all right? <laughs> <laughs> and then his daughter came up and finished the set. And he <laughs> well, you know. But, it was, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, he had to do that because it was like, here's Eddie Money. And he's like, didn't save my money, which we all love irony, but in that waka waka, yeah, <laughs> pretty goddamn sad. Yeah, uh, but that's not a Huzzy. No, Ozzy doesn't need to be out there, dude. Not at all. He doesn't. Need, it's a want. It's not a need. It's a want. And I get, and I get that. But I want him to, you know, be alive and enjoy his retirement in life, and even help other musicians <laughs> um, with Lil Nas X and. Oh, Post Malone, you know, and stuff like that he's worked with. You know, he can do that stuff safely. Him going back on the road right now to Europe in 20, January 2022. I don't know how safe that is, especially post-surgery. For right. how, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a rough situation. So It's funny you mention a guy like Post Malone and you have to stop and think to yourself, like Corey Taylor saying is enter, this, enter Sandman this generation's, you know, stairway to heaven. Is Post Malone going to somehow be this generation's fill in the blank rock star? Because he's going to have to be, even though he's a hip hop guy. Like, who the hell else is filling that role? Mm -hmm. In yeah. 20 years, is he going to be like, will he be, or more than that, in 30 years or whatever, will he be the Lemmy? 
will he be that guy where everybody looks at him? He's like, oh yeah, look at the grizzled dude. It's tattoos all sagging. He looks yeah. like shit, but like he sold millions of albums and he's worth, you know, a hundred million dollars or whatever. I don't know who's going to be the people that fill these roles. Machine Gun Kelly. Absolute... Machine... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Because someone's going to sit there and they're going to be like, dude, who? I agree. Who is going to fill the shoes of Ozzy Osbourne? And only one man could do it. And it's Machine Gun Kelly. I agree. I mean, who else is going to like really get the big tours going? Oh, instead of Ozfest, Machine Gun Fest. Oh, see, I was just going to say Gunfest. Gunfest, yeah. I'm sure that's, that's already a cool. name of some like West Virginia <laughs> gun show in some guy's barn. That has to be. How about uh, Kelly? Kelly, Kelly Fest? Uh, <laughs> Kelly Fest. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a that sounds like a dumpy uh, Irish like crappy like it's like oh come watch the Dropkick Murphys and three derivative bands of them yeah. Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly Fest featuring Poppy oh <laughs> featuring <laughs> Kelly Kapowski and uh, all the all your favorite Kellys yes now that's terrible and he's terrible yeah and uh, yeah. let's let's hope the world forgets about him after this next I hope album. this next album is the breaking point. If if it's like that first it's single, it has to be the breaking point. It has to be. It just has to be. So yeah, Roddy Radke is Roddy Radke is this generation's Lemmy. That's a rough one. Ooh. Uh, uh-huh. I don't know about that. I don't even know if he would want that. Yeah, would he want that? I don't think he'd want that. Not Lemmy. I I don't I don't know. I don't think anybody would want to be labeled that cool. Yeah. You wouldn't want to label yourself that cool, nor would you want other people to. You'd yeah. want to be like you'd want to uh, you'd want a superlative on that level at arm's distance. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But I don't know. I we gotta figure out who are the biggest I don't know. That's a good question. Who in 20 years from now is gonna be the big iconic musician, whether that's a lead singer or just a solo artist or a killer guitarist, whoever you want to call it, that's active now. You know, well, do you know what's funny? And uh, I will gladly admit I am wrong about this because I was like way, way off base. And it's now funny when I think about it. I thought 20 years ago that I never really liked the band, but I thought really, really believed that Creed was going to be one of those bands. Yeah. That 20 years later, people were going to be like, oh my God, Creed and Scott Stapp. And then, for whatever reason, the public consensus kind of just like turned mm-hmm. on its head. I and think par- just- I do think part of that is because for those first three, they only had four albums ever. That's first. That's first crazy right there. Those first three yeah. sold millions. The second album, Human Clay, is one of mm-hmm. the best selling albums in American history. That's massive. <laughs> that's so crazy. It's massive. <laughs> I yeah. think part of that is right. I, it really did just sour after like a. They fizzled out hard, but also I think part of that's because Scott Stapp just went insane. He just well, went crazy. Dude. it's nutty for me to think of that because I'm like, I really, like I said, I really thought I'm like, this is going to be a guy that history and they're going to look back and they're going to be like, listen, this wasn't a great band. They weren't particularly good. Mm -hmm. People love them and they continue to love them. And now like I go on Facebook and I'm getting like a local advertisement and Scott Stapp is playing a solo set at a nightclub in a bowling alley. Yes. And that's what he's doing. (laughs) <laughs> like I saw, like it's like a hundred dollars to go see Scott Stab play in a nightclub. Mm-hmm. 
in to, a bowling alley to sing his own solo hits like Jesus was a rock star. Yes, that is one of the names of his songs, by the way. Uh, but, uh, but dude, I don't think uh, you know what he'll definitely. I'm sure he's going to do like my sacrifice. Oh, he'll do the, the hits. Yeah, yeah. As the sounds of peace, it's yeah. like the little turkey videos go. Like whenever it gets three strikes. <laughs> Hello, my friend. We split again. <laughs> like it's just going to be the saddest. Got our ball. Way, by the way, uh, I will find if if I I wish I had the disposable income for such a thing to spend a hundred dollars for Scott Staff in twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you get bo- Wait a minute. Do you get a bowling lane to yourself also while you're listening? Because that's at least part of the deal. Yeah. Does it at least come with like some sheet pizza or something? Yeah. Like, some Those, sort of great traditional shitty bowling alley thing. The nacho cheese made yesterday, that type of thing. I would love the idea of saying, I'm going to buy a ticket to Scott Stapp. Does it include the shoes? <laughs> Does it come with some shoes? Mm. Am I going to bring my own shoes to watch Scott Stapp or what's the deal? Yeah, I agree. I get my own private lane though, right? I don't have to bowl right next to him when he's singing. I, I get some distance. Okay. <laughs> Just him and just a row of guys, and they're all in black wife beaters. With yes, yeah, in the middle. with those jeans with like the little cursive stuff on the back pockets. <laughs> with, the, with the cross jeans. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> totally. Oh my gosh, that's that's like perfect on so many levels. One tremendous people watching. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, you would do. You would want to go. Actually. I mean, you would want to go in there wearing a mask. Besides COVID, but still. So. <laughs> ugh. Uh-huh. But so so that's no, I really I can't think of who that is gonna be. Is it gonna be either. a pop guy? Do you think it's gonna be somebody from the pop world that kind of? And I think a crossover person would be much better suited for that now. But I'm still yeah. struggling to figure out who that is. I I'd have to think. It's it's weird to say it, but you know what? We could see history do like a complete 180, kind of like they did with the insane clown posse, and everyone just pretend that they like never hated nickelback like yeah like that or um maybe like maroon five i don't know like, if adam levine got it together maybe i don't know adam levine went downhill too bad also you remember that super bowl performance yeah man but they've been popular for 20 years true they do still sell they sell tickets i remember they were gonna go on tour before it got canceled it was maroon five with megan trainer for a big oh, arena yeah. tour and tickets were selling like crazy and they were expensive too so you're right they do sell could so. you imagine seeing Megan Trainer live? No, you no not even, you, not even like when she was like her first album, when like that big song was out. No, not a, not a chance. I'd rather see Scott Stapp. Yeah, oh yeah, I could at least have fun <laughs> with Scott Stapp watching that and remembering some good times, seeing what he's doing. There. I feel like I'd be giving to charity at that point too. So I feel like I'm helping I, someone. I, just, I'd rather watch Scott Stapp be like. I kind of fucked up my life and I love Jesus. Then Megan Trainer be like. I eat bread sometimes, so that means that I'm not attractive, and now everybody says I'm not attractive. Like, it's just no thanks. I don't yeah. need to watch that. I'd rather watch the cross jeans. I think that'd be much better. Yeah. Uh, someone's, oh, someone's playing Scott Stapp. Yeah, someone just it played in my ear. Someone played the Scott Stapp sound effect. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I turned off the alerts, but I forgot to turn off the sound effects. But you know yeah. what? It, it was appropriate. Thank you, whoever played that, Azitor. Thank you, because I'm sure he's going to be shouting sex in the bowling alley somewhere. As as while the bowling alley attendant goes to the microphone, keep your ball in your own lane. Sex! 
<laughs> just this mad night at Friday night at the bowling alley. Uh. Oh my god! What is uh? What's it? Oh my god! There's just so many bad Creed songs that I could make jokes with, but I uh, I stand gonna... by the first album's fine. It totally is fine, guys. But for after that, that time, it makes sense. Oh for yeah, time, yeah. Really but sense. after that, man, it's it's it gets a little rough. It, it gets a little rough. So it doesn't age. It doesn't no. age well. No, it does not. None of this, dude. Uh. None of that stuff from the late '90s, early 2000s aged particularly well. Yeah. Really. So that's why, like I said, that's why I think we're both having a hard time sitting there going. I know, and that's why I'm trying to think who could it be that has not soured so much over two decades. I fully believe that the big, and I, I think it's hard to dispute at this point. I think the big metal band, like the Metallica, Corn, like whatever the hell you want to mm-hmm. call it, it's undoubtedly has to be Slipknot. Corey Taylor would be a good bit. That that, that yeah. can't. Uh, if you're looking at it, who the hell yeah. else? He still has a massive is- amount of respect from evil people that don't like their music. Yeah. So you I know mean, what that that does speak some volume right there. He's th- that band is just still absolutely mm-hmm. massive. They're headlining. I, I, yeah, they're headlining. I'm tr- uh, not fest road shows going out this year again. And he Slipknot's been adding to like festival stuff. Riot Fest. They're headlining day three. With Machine Gun Kelly on the same night, by the way. Oh, I hope we get a feature on Wait and Bleed. Oh, by MG- oh my God. And it just mumbles <laughs> the words. Uh, <laughs> I'd like I'd like to see him do the heretic anthem. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, but you know what? Like in terms of like metal bands, though. When we sit there and mm-hmm. we go, you know, there was a time where they were somewhat comparable, where it was like Megadeth, Metallica, Slayer, and you could kind of track them on one, you know, one line. You'd be like, oh, all right, they're kind of different, but kind of the same. There's like Slipknot in popularity here. And then who the hell is even next? I agree. To that Who's- level, to that level. You know, yeah, yeah. There's, there's I think Corey, Ta- Corey Taylor is a great choice for that, at least to fit that role in 20 years from now, who is still seen as the Lemmy, as that iconic character that everyone has an appreciation for. That's a fair choice. Well, lucky for him, ain't a lot of competition. There's not, but he's still doing well, even regardless. So yeah. he's just oh. chugging along. Moving on, and then we're going to wrap things up. Uh, we always go for the Billboard top three songs of the week to either oh, yeah. praise or groan over what Bill, uh, mainstream rock is plaguing us with. Some interesting changes, though, for the top three. I'm not totally in shock or disgusted with the top three. I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Number you know three. Uh, yeah, yeah, number three. Already falling from number one. It was previously number one. Don't Back Down, the second single from Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen. Was that one of the... You see, I wasn't crazy about that. That's, you played that at New Music Night, right? Mm-hmm. It's not nearly yeah. as good as Distance, the first song, but you know what? I'm fine with it if that's what they're trying to push. Because considering some other songs, it's like... So. But that's that also, once again, goes back to like the youth appeal thing, where mm-hmm. I hear that and I just go, this is even kind of a little too much dad rock for me. But, I, you know... Yeah. That, that being said, the dads are clearly listening to it and downloading it. So yes. it has its audience. It's it does. Not, For sure. Yeah. There's, there's, dude, there's nobody that was born in the 2000s that's listening to that and being like, this fucking rocks. It's, like, yeah, I that's true. It's a I very stock mainstream format, you know, verse, chorus, solo. And he's a guitarist first, and he actually does 
really live up to his dad's name. I'll give him that. So you know what? Fine. Fine. Number two, I think is interesting, and I feel this will be number one, The Pretty Reckless featuring Matt and Kim from Soundgarden. Only love can save me now. Okay. See, I haven't heard that. Okay. I, I, I have. To- I have. I think it's strong. And like the contribution from the members of Soundgarden really do a good job adding to it. So I'm fine with that too. Is it what, could you give me like a, uh, mm, some only sort of love cast. can save me now. Wow. I just got, I'm going to have that audio if you're trying to sound like Taylor Momsen. Well, I'm going to regret <laughs> that if, well, really soon. Really so soon, probably. Like a, is it more like a, a love ballad, like a rock love ballad? Is a cross means? between, yeah, a love ballad, mainstream rock, but it's more grittier. It has more of a hard rock grunge flair to it, more of a grunge oh. leaning. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Fine with it. Number one, adding to probably roughly 900 number one songs, Foo Fighters, Making a Fire. I mean, well, oh, you know what? There's a good. But it's also. Dave Grohl. Dude, you can't even. Yeah, you can't Dave Grohl was around that. since 90, like 90, exactly. like 90 with Nirvana, though. So is that really the best? Yeah, imagine, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Imagine being like that new hip young guy, Dave Grohl. Like, it's like, dude, Dave Grohl's been popular since yeah. Bill Clinton. and he would even laugh about that too he was the guy who would totally laugh about that but you're right he's removed so far from that conversation because he was still head of the mainstream eye and public figure 1990 1991 oh yeah so yeah i mean this is and by the way that's like not taking away clearly the guy's talent no awesome talented guy great songwriter yes by all means like you want to talk about somebody that you don't hear. You don't hear anything bad about Dave Grohl. The only thing nope. you hear is like Cuckoo Courtney Love occasionally be like, Kurt didn't like him. And it's uh, like, yeah, well, well, Kurt's been dead for almost 30 years. And there's no way of really confirming that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe go sit over there and just be glad that you get money for doing nothing for the rest of your life. It, it's weird how that comes up too. Like um, the last time it was Courtney Love went after Dave and uh, Trent Reznor randomly. And then it got squashed like a day later. It's like, oh, come on. Kimberly, please not do this again. Please. Uh. Yeah, can we, I think we can all agree she's like the Anna Nicole Smith of rock music. Oh, that's, oh, that's a sadly accurate portrayal. It is, uh. but it's true. I mean, you stop and you look at it and you go, all right, so live through this. They had that one album. Which was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a pretty good. No, album. Hole had its Hole definitely had a strong place in the nineties. Yeah. Strong place for yeah, sure. Yeah, see, that it, was I, a good album. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah, yeah, that was a good album. But everything that kind of followed it was a little bit like, meh. yeah, you I could don't know. hear it was made in a studio with people who were more talented than her, mm-hmm. or maybe people that were more actually like cognizant because God only knows what the hell was going on with her. But yeah. Yeah, Dave and she's Grohl, had man. she's had a rough life, but at the same time, um, I'll give like she can lash out inappropriately. Dave yeah, Grohl, can... Dave Grohl has always been a class. He's always been class. Dude, so. she can buy an island because a guy that she was married to more than a quarter of a century ago uh, wrote uh, wrote a song called "Rape Me." I mean, let's let's all chill out. You know what I mean? Another she's song that would island. never ever ever make it in twenty twenty one. Unless, of course, it was done by Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> Rape me by Machine Gun Because you wouldn't Don't, even understand. Oh, he's, he's, there's a cover song right there. That's his next big cover song. Oh, oh, oh. 
<laughs> Travis Barker's in the back going. Would Travis Barker be in the back that time just trying not to laugh while he's like watching the bags of money get dropped off in his limo? Uh, <laughs> Every drum hit, there's just coins. Yes. Yeah. Like Dollar bills Sonic and coins. Jumps, <laughs> yeah, like Sonic. Like, when Sonic hits the spikes and the coins fly up, like he just hits the snare drum and more money just appears. Guys, I can't do a Blink-182 tour right now. No matter how much you guys make, I'm making more just doing this. So I'm making, eh. more, I'm making more money to pretend I'm writing songs for this dude that's just absolute dog shit. Yeah. Like, why would I? Wh- hey, what am I going to do? Milk it for the rest of the year because if this album does not do bonkers, I don't know how long that train's going to last for Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, it'll go back to rap. You think so? You don't think he'll try to do another genre? He won't try to do country to latch onto that? Well, dare, dare I say this? And um, Shotgun after, Kelly? <laughs> after after shot, Shotgun Kelly. Uh, <laughs> after a good solid hour of dumping on the guy, I will say this. By no means the worst rapper. He's really not that bad. I'm not I familiar mean, with his rap stuff. I'm, I'm yeah, out of the conversation on that one. So, yeah. let, me, let me put it this way content nothing nothing new and expansive mm-hmm. <laughs> like okay. creative but by all means not the worst okay not the worst and so like if he went back if he finds his way back to that have have fun go bang the megan he's got fox. megan fox he's got megan fox and that's what matters for a lot of people and, and travis barker's with the kardashian what a weird guys get rich. That's the best. Yep. What a that's the, that is the pop the highest point of pop punk right now in 2021. By the way, Travis yeah. Barker <laughs> and Machine Gun Kelly are dating Megan Fox and the Kardashian. So yeah, which which by the way, you know that pop punk audience just relates to that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, all those pop punk kids that are growing up right now are definitely all going to marry high end supermodels <laughs> and attractive actresses. So absolutely. <laughs> This it's, it's it's really weird how the kids related to Blink One Eighty Two decades ago, and mm-hmm. now I mean, how imagine trying to relate to Machine, Machine Gun, Gun Kelly, Kelly, yeah, and Travis Barker right now. Imagine as a normal young guy seeing that and being like, "Yeah, this tracks." This I feel this. I identify yeah. with what he's saying. You don't understand me, Mom. This song is about me. Oh. <laughs> you. Man, he's singing songs about sad stuff, like like having sex with movie stars. <laughs> like his limo breaking down, and so he has to get another limo. Yeah, he's making all these sad songs about being super rich and all his friends being super rich and all his super rich friends sleeping with super attractive people. You wouldn't get it. And just slams the door. Yes, with a poster of Machine Gun Kelly flopping on the door as it slams. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I, uh, I think we got to... Wrap it up now because it has been an hour. I want everyone who has ever been even remotely interested in wrestling, pro wrestling, or not interested in wrestling at all to check out Wrestling Soup on all podcast forums. I can't stress enough. I've been listening for many years now. I have never once listened to a podcast episode I was not entertained by. And that is extremely hard to do because considering that wrestling has not been entertaining for the last 10 years all consistently, Wrestling Soup makes it entertaining. Well, that's it. I mean, we try to talk about wrestling as much as we can. Yeah. Uh, we talk about other things as well. Well, it's no different than sometimes with music, man. Absolutely. Like, sometimes the hits are there. <laughs> sometimes it's Scott Stapp in the bowling alley. What are you going to say? 
With their arms wide open. Hooping. Clean up on lane five. <laughs> Did uh. you score oh, man. Uh, you know what? I should go to that set and ask him to play the Marlin song. Which one? Remember the Marlin song? The you Marlin song. No. When Scott Stapp did the song for the Marlins. Oh, okay. Florida yeah. Marlins. Florida Marlins. Okay. Yeah. I was Ooh. like, what the heck? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the solo that's days. Of, <laughs> do you think he'll do that on a tour in Florida? Like really oh get the riled God. up? That that would be, because he's from Florida too. So that oh. would actually make sense. You're goddamn right he is. Yeah. He really is. <laughs> How has he not run for a political office in Florida? He totally win. He totally win. <laughs> I think him, him and Sully from Godsmack should run yes. on the card together. Well, he moved to Florida, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And he moved. Just, to, he he moved out of your northeast area and moved down to Florida to be around his people. Those are yeah. what he actually. That was his aim. So bad, oh man. You know what? You know what? We don't miss him. <laughs> Sorry, miss him. Sorry, Florida, but you already have those problems anyway. You can take one more, right? Yeah. It's nothing. If you don't like it, Florida. Stop crying like a bitch. Yeah. Thank you guys again. We will see you on New Music Night on Sunday. I got two weeks worth of stuff to catch up on. Some of it's amazing, some of it's shocking. That's all I'm going to say. So stay tuned. We will see you on Sunday night for New Music Night. Thank you guys again. Check it out. I'll post this on YouTube as well. So thank you guys again. Have a great night. Don't listen to Machine Gun Kelly. Try your best not to.